Our identity is one of the, the fundamental questions of our lives. We spend much of our lives subtly and not so subtly trying to figure out who we are. Our teenage years and our, our early 20s are spent fashioning an identity. Folks often have a midlife crisis because they don't recognize themselves anymore. Folks wonder how they got to this particular place in life. They don't know who they are. And then in old age, folks often have to come to a place of acceptance for the life that has been lived, for the choices made, for the identity that has been crafted. Who are you? Who are you? It's one of the great philosophical and spiritual questions. Philosophers throughout the ages have wrestled with the nature of identity. How do we say what we are? Are we this this body? Well, over a a seven-year period, every cell in our body is replaced by another. You are literally not the same physical person that you were seven years ago. <laughs> exactly. Woo! Or are you your memories? Are you the, the person who remembers going to that certain school and who, who met that certain someone? That's one way of crafting identity. John Locke does that. There's even a style of Zen Buddhism that invites people to meditate on this one question. Who am I? So who are you? This morning, Jesus answers the question for us. But of course, because it is Jesus, there is nothing straightforward about his answer. Jesus has climbed up a mountain, and the crowds have gathered around him, and his disciples have gathered even closer, and Jesus has just given them the gift of the Beatitudes. Jesus proclaims, blessed are the poor in spirit, those who mourn and the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness and are are merciful and pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, and those who are reviled on account of Jesus. He has just laid forth a vision of what God's solidarity with humanity looks like by speaking about God's blessings with us in the midst of our lives. And it is immediately following these pronouncements of blessing that Jesus tells his listeners, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. These are provocative claims, ones that we can quickly brush over. My mom used to use that expression all the time, oh, so-and-so, he's the salt of the earth. But salt and earth I mean, salt and light are essential for life as we know it. 
though we have too much salt in our lives, in the ancient world, salt was a valuable commodity. Wars were fought over salt. Access to salt was tied to to social class and to placement in society. It was considered a healing agent and a preservative and a basic necessity for life. And light, we all know that the vast majority of life on this planet is necessarily linked to the light of the sun. Salt and light are both essential, and they're both necessary. And so here is Jesus, claiming that his listeners are salt and light, essential and necessary. This is a challenging word. Perhaps it would be easy to accept if Jesus called himself salt and light. That makes sense, right? For instance, in John's Gospel, Jesus says things like, I am the bread of life, or I am the vine and you are the branches. And he even says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That Jesus would say this about himself as the Christ of God, that feels right, that feels, that feels comforting to my ears. But that is not what Jesus is saying here. He is not saying that he is salt. He's not saying that he is light. Jesus is telling his listeners that they are salt, that they are light. Jesus is telling us that we are salt and light. You, you are salt and you are light. Who are you? You are the salt of the earth. Who are you? You are the light of the world. You are essential and necessary. And this is not something that you will earn or a designation that will be won or secured. Jesus does not say to his disciples, that they will become salt and light when they go through his six-week plan for better living and getting their acts together. Jesus does not say that they will become salt and light when their rooms are clean and their debt is paid off and they finally get that promotion. Jesus is not selling a self-help plan that will bring contentment and tranquility as one becomes more salt-like and light-like. No, no. No, Jesus says they are salt. Jesus says they are light. Are, present tense, salt and light. It's not a title to be earned or a designation to be won, but rather an identity to be lived into and a vocation to be expressed. You are the salt of the earth, and you are the light of the world. You are a child of God. You are the beloved. God is well pleased with you. This is who you are. 
Before you are anything, you are salt and light. Before you are an American or an Episcopalian or a parent or a sibling or a bowling aficionado, I know there's a couple of you out there, you are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. This is who you are. And so Jesus offers us both this assurance, but with the assurance comes a challenge. Jesus assures us of our identity as the salt of the earth and the light of the world, but with our identity comes this challenge. For our task is to, is to live into who we are. We are to be ourselves as salt and light. We are called to, to give our saltiness to the places and spaces around us that need taste. We are to, to shine light into places of darkness. We are not living into our identity if we hide our light under a bushel basket, Jesus says. If we, if we keep ourselves from sharing our lives with others, particularly those in need. We become more of who we are when we let our lives shine with God's grace and God's love. We become more of who we already are when in the words of the prophet Isaiah, we loose the bonds of injustice and undo the thongs of the yoke. When we let the oppressed go free and break every yoke. We become who we are when we share our bread with the hungry and care for the homeless poor and cover the naked and not hide ourselves from those in need. Then we are told, our light shall break forth like the dawn and that healing shall spring up quickly. Who are you? You are the salt of the earth. Who are you? You are the light of the world. Let that light shine and live into who God called you and created you to be. Amen.